Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the You Imagine podcast. Today on the show, Benjamin Matthew sits down with Dr. Sanjay Tyagi, CEO of FinBlue and Director of Software Technology Parks of India. Mr. Tyagi recounts his journey of joining STPI close to 30 years ago and seeing it take on several major projects and initiatives including FinBlue and grow from strength to strength. Mr. Tyagi also sheds light on STPI's role as a co-host to the biggest tech and startup summit, You Imagine 2023, that Tamil Nadu is gearing up for from the 23rd through the 25th of March. Enjoy the show. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the You Imagine podcast. Today I've got an amazing guest with us, Dr. Sanjay Tyagi. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you very much. Um so just so that the listeners kind of understand who you are um would you mind giving us a brief history about your journey up to today where you've become the director of STPI here in Chennai Thank you very much for asking this question I think this was a very interesting journey which I had in last uh, 28 years of my association with STPI I have started uh, with uh, being an student of Delhi University and while I was doing a project of the department of electronics which is now being called as the ministry of electronics and information technology i've been picked up uh, by the ministry for a special project which is being uh, you know envisaged in order to give a flip to the it industry in this country so i joined uh, stpi in uh, 1994 and since then i've become the part and parcel of it So you have become part and parcel of it as much as it has become part and parcel of you. That's correct. That's correct. When when you find that it is your first job, and when you joined it, and then uh, uh, it was really a great journey for me, and that we to see the growth of the IT industry in this country. Wow! And see that how the government uh, can help an industry to grow. Amazing, amazing, and and because you've been with STPI that entire journey. I'm sure you've seen the transitions uh, across government, across uh, the public sector and the private sector, and you will be able to enlighten some of the younger listeners about how it has been. I, I also think I should highlight. You said this is your first job. There are so few people who will be able to say, you know, I went, I joined STPI, and I'm still at STPI after so many years. So I mean, uh, you can perfectly say that uh, you know STPI has become my first love, and uh, how the how this whole thing has started, it's really very interesting to know by the younger generation in this country. Right. That uh, it was 1991 when the economic rebel and you know liberalisation have started uh, in our country, and uh, we were in a you know dire need of the having the foreign exchange in our country and and, and having the investment from outside. in order to you know uh, take care of the balance of the payment in our country mm-hmm. and suddenly the market have opened up right and we have come out with wonderful foreign trade policies our economy have opened up right then uh, for the it its and the esdm industry this economic liberalization has manifested through stpi wow stpi is that special purpose vehicle which has been formed to implement these government policies in order to bring in the investment into the it and it industry and provide a single window mechanism right you know uh, for the it industry to grow in this uh, country amazing so that that was the that was a wonderful uh, you know story and and uh, uh, this is the role which uh, stpi 
have started playing. Right. And you currently sit in Tamil Nadu. Uh, you head this region. Um, could you give us a little more uh, of an idea of what role STPI is playing within the region? So, so as I told you that this is a 35-year-old journey, almost. And the STPI have played different roles at different times. Right. So when we started our journey in 1991, there were many challenges in front of us. We were not having such a vibrant data communication connectivity in our country. We were not having internet uh, connectivity in place. We were not having any plug-and-play facility in place. We were not having smart buildings in place for the IT industry. So we have decided to incentivize the IT industry without understanding that there is a huge infrastructure requirement for them. Right. So STPI have not only been asked to provide a single min window clearance and mechanism for them, but have also been asked to create all those, you know, supporting facility which enables the IT industry. Right. For example, we set up the international gateways for them for providing them datacom connectivity. Nice. We set up the incubation facility for them to have a plug-and-play facility. Mm. And we provide them all the clearances under one under one roof so that they don't go to here and there to different departments to get their clearances. Right. So this is what we have started. So same thing has been started in Tamil Nadu uh, way back in 95. Right. Earlier, Tamil Nadu was under the jurisdiction of uh, Karnataka and Director STPI Bangalore used to be the jurisdictional director over here. But then in 1995, we, we thought that... Uh, Tamil Nadu have a great potential for the IT industry and we have an independent directorate over here. Nice. So I am looking after Tamil Nadu, Andaman, Nicobar and Puducherry. These are my jurisdictions. And uh, we set up the incubation facility and the datacom facility from the day one over here. Mm -hmm. And we make sure that any IT industry which is coming in Tamil Nadu, they should be provided all the incentives as envisaged in the foreign trade policy as well as the datacom connectivity so that they can export their software from here to any part of the world. Right. As you know, that this is nothing tangible about the software. The software has to be only exported either through floppies or through the data communication link. So we make sure that the both of the mechanisms works properly for them and they are able to do it. So that is the journey which we have started in Tamil Nadu in 1995. Right. And I'm very happy to tell you that the Tamil Nadu is now third largest uh, state as far as the IT, ITS, CSDM export is concerned from the country. Wow. So a massive leap from where you started in 95 to where we are today. Um, could you uh, highlight maybe a couple of key um, incidences or key aspects that happened across the journey? Um, I personally remember I as I grew up here, um, the old Mahabalipuram road uh, developing so many fold. You know, it was a single lane highway, like a, a single lane road, which now today is a dual carriageway with four lanes across. Um, all because of the technology revolution that has taken place in the in the city, uh, coming into Chennai specifically. Um, would you be able to cite some of those uh, aspects that have happened from STPI's perspective that uh, has triggered this kind of a growth over the last couple of years. Yes, so you are very rightly pointed out that infrastructure is a very, very important part for the growth of the IT industry and for that matter for any industry. So we try to, you know, sit with the state government and try to, you know, bring them to the same table as far as the 
creating the infrastructure is concerned for the IT industry. The the whole the whole requirement of the IT industry and the people who are working into into that uh, industry is entirely different from the manufacturing industry. Correct. All right. They wanted they wanted the workplace and the you know and living place together, and that's why we thought that we should create certain a certain corridor and certain facility where we can create the commercial building and the residential place together. Right. And that is how this this. Uh, OMR corridor have been conceived. Right. And if you you know walk through this corridor, you will find that uh, this is the this is the new Chennai, where you will you will see the who's and who in the IT industry uh, are operating on this road, and they will find you will find that their employees are living nearby. Correct. So this is the wonderful concept which has been brought up by the Tamil Nadu government, and they said that we will set up a corridor where we can facilitate. The IT industry as well as their employees together, right? And STPI has also joined and come and set up right in that corridor itself. Absolutely, the corridor starts from STPI. <laughs> exactly. So you're able to help then push that along. Amazing. Um, we're here on the You Imagine show, right? Uh, the podcast is about the You Imagine uh, summit that is coming up uh, this month, later this month. Um, and I know STPI has played a crucial role in getting this uh, conceived and brought about. Um, could you enlighten us on that journey that has happened? Sure, sure. So before coming to this question, I would like to, you know, tell tell you a little bit about the, you know, narrative of the IT industry in the state of Tamil Nadu. And that is, uh, you know, it has, over a period of time, it has become a financial services hub for the, for the world. Right. Now, out of the 450 world banks, 250 world banks are being, you know, supported from this, from the state of Tamil Nadu, especially from Chennai, as their back office is operating from here. So this has prompted us to, you know, make sure that whatever the ingredient is required to nurture this industry further should be in place. Right. And uh, we we provided, we, we, we encouraged the institutions around uh, Chennai and in Tamil Nadu so that the specific education, a specific training program can be run so that the Whatever the intake is required by this industry, that is in place. The employability of the engineers should be very high. The, you know, the, our companies which are coming in, they they, they should be, you know, there should be uh, enough uh, manpower pool is available for them. Right. Besides that, we have taken uh, taken clue out of this. We have we thought that why we should not take a further step in creating a suitable environment, in creating a you know R and D and atmosphere environment research and development environment for the financial services. Right. And that is why Government of India have taken a very conscious decision to set up a fintech center of entrepreneurship. Right. In association with the state government at Chennai. Which is FinBlue. Which is FinBlue. So FinBlue program is, uh, you know, is being run by state government and us together. Okay. And uh, our objective was to provide the visibility of the entire industry and this program to the world. Right. You know, we were doing it for last 25 years through a small event over here, which is known as Connect, in association with industry and the CII. Right. But that event has brought us so far and able to, you know, bring the IT industry to this level and on the world map also. But our objective was to take this event to the next level. Right. Where we want to have an event which is all inclusive of all the domains, because IT is pervasive in all the domains. Yes. 
IT is being used by all the domains. Correct. So we felt that all the domain which is using the IT, they should also be the part of this event. And then we came with this concept of this uh, you imagine, where you imagine about the Chennai. You know, you you think about anything and it is in the Chennai. Right. You know, we can talk about the automobile sector which has come in over here. We talk about the any other industry which has come up over here. We have, uh, you know, manufacturing hub. We are known as a manufacturing hub. Defense corridor is coming up, coming up over here. Yeah. So we thought that this all-inclusive event should be there, and it should be, uh, and the and the not only might of the Tamil Nadu should be showcased over there, but also the world people should come and see what is happening in Tamil Nadu. Oh wow! So we we were looking for an event which is next level event, which brings uh, you know you know uh, Chennai Chennai and Tamil Nadu on the international map in a different way, in all inclusive way. And that is why I really appreciate uh, this initiative of the government of Tamil Nadu. And, uh, you know, STPI is the co-host of this event to bring in Umejin over here. And I, I feel I'm very excited about this. Amazing, amazing. I want to take a step back, uh, go back to FinBlue, because FinBlue has been an uh, amazing success. And for the listeners, you also happen to be the CEO of FinBlue, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Having said that, um, could you give us a, a quick brief about how FinBlue has grown, uh, the expectations that were initially laid, and how it it you know far exceeded that in that journey? Absolutely. So as I said that uh, you know it this was the perfect breeding ground for the fintech. As I told you that it has become a financial services hub hub for the for the country. So we brought this FinBlue over here and. We we try to find out what is the generic problem statement for this industry. We found out that the financial services sector is a highly regulated sector. Right. And it is very difficult for a fintech startup to reach out to them and use their resources in, in testing their product in the real-time environment. And that is why we thought that why we should not break these barriers between the fintech startups and these financial institutions. Right. And try to create a environment, a resource pool where these people can come together. And that is why we set up a sandbox uh, in FinBlue where all the APIs from the banks, from the financial institutions, from the user group, from the people who are developing the banking software, they all have come together. Right and low-code software API is also being you know brought together. Right and by by doing that we are able to facilitate the fintech startup who can develop a world-class product. Right. Not only the uh, resources we have brought together, but also by tying up all this ecosystem from different banks, financial institutions, we have also brought the problem statement for them. Mm-hmm. You know. So the, those problem have, statements have automatically become an opportunity for the fintech startups. Very true. So this journey was very good. We have been only envisaged 58 startups to be nurtured in five years, but we have already uh, finished our third pitch fest, and we have uh, you know almost having 33 startups with us. Right. And because uh, this was a success, the government of India have actually enhanced our target from 58 to 100 now. So probably we will be having 100 startups by the end of the, uh, you know, our tenure of this project. So FinBlue is a success and we are able to uh, rope in the, you know, chief mentor from the from the industry. Right. And uh, that was the whole concept. 
that this in this initiative should be run by the industry themselves, by the mentors from the industry, and by the by the people who are there in the industry. And since the industry has so many uh, connections into Chennai and into this region, they are able to do that with ease. Absolutely, because we are having the who's and who in the financial sector. Now I am having Mr. Arun Jain, who is the uh, CMD of the Intellect Design, who is of the Polaris fame who has set up the Polaris and then moved on to set up a product company like Intellect Design. So he is the chief mentor. He accepted. He is kind enough wow. to, to become the chief mentor of this. So this was a, like a dream come true for the startups that they are able to interact with him to whom they you know keep him in, in their awe. So that is the beauty of this whole program. And uh, we still feel that the government is a facilitator and we wanted to keep our role to that level only. Right. And we want them that the industry should come forward even we have got the CSR fund from the BNY Millet. Right. And in fact, I would like to use this platform of the podcast to you know, invite other people to contribute to the CSR fund for this initiative, wonderful initiative, uh, so that we can nurture the fintech startups together. Amazing, amazing. Now for a quick word from our sponsors. On March 23rd, 2023, from across the world, the best from the tech industry are gathering together in Chennai, India for an amazing event, Umagine, where industry leaders will speak on the latest in climate tech, Web 3.0, AR and VR, AI and ML, data science, and all the latest tech trends making the rounds since our new normal. Now you can get a sneak peek into some of the speakers earlier by listening to their podcast on the Umagine podcast right here on your favorite player. For more information, visit www.umaginechennai.com. Now, back to the episode. Um, I'm sure even at Umagine, we'll be expecting a whole lot of fintech companies to come in and uh, you know interact there. And like you said, Tamil Nadu has had a manufacturing backbone, right? Industry 4.0, it has always been there, whether it was car manufacturing or defense or whatever it was, it has always been really strong. And the transition to technology is more of an integration because it is available in every domain or it has a requirement in every domain, right? And so it's amazing to see that move and how uh, STPI has been there in that picture across the, the, the timeline, you know, as that transition has taken place. Um, I want to now just move a little across uh, into uh, women entrepreneurs. Um, a lot of times we find that women entrepreneurs um, have not been in the forefront, few and far between. And I'm sure there are enough and more initiatives out there which are trying to encourage women to come forward. You're absolutely right that uh, it is very, it is, uh, you know, definitely very important to nurture the women entrepreneurs in this country. STPI have always been on for forefront for this. Whatever the scheme, whatever the incentive we devise, we always take care that the woman entrepreneur should get their fair share into this. And I can only give you one example of the incubation facility which we give. So we are charging, we are we may be charging A for a, 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 a men entrepreneur. Right. But we are giving a 40% discount on that to a woman entrepreneur. So that type of the incentives we have, you know, inculcated. Besides that, we always made sure 
that they should be recognized internationally by giving them the award by the efforts which they have made either they should be brought in as a speaker in a panel or they should be you know you know recognized by giving an award to them True. you know by the by the who's and who in the country and uh, the by, by doing them we make sure that uh, you know whatever the work they are doing it should not be visible not only in india but at the international platform as well so this is what we are doing for ages and uh, every every function every every international event we 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 make sure that we we identify a woman entrepreneur of the year award amazing those uh, those so those things we have taken right but still we feel that the sky is the limit for the support of the woman entrepreneur and uh, we are looking for suggestions and feedbacks from your listeners if they want us to tell us that how more we can help the women entrepreneurs so you've heard it all of you women out there looking to be entrepreneurs uh please do pass on your suggestions and feedback and uh we'll ensure that dr tyagi gets that <laughs> uh awesome um the last two years have been really shaky uh it doesn't matter which industry we've been in covid played a horrible role in in you know affecting that uh growth it kind of stumped it i'm sure stpi had to adapt and had to come up with new ways to manage that um now that we are kind of over the pandemic could you take us through that process of how uh, as a body you were able to help the technology industry to still keep the cog wheels turning so this is uh, was definitely a very very challenging time in last 2 3 years and uh, again the it industry proved to be the enabler for everybody even in these tough times and it was more essential for us to facilitate them so that they are able to work without any hindrance right and then uh, you know we you never feel that you are prepared for such type of situations right what a, what type of the infrastructure you always have a question mark for your infrastructure availability you 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 know always have the question mark that whether i will be able to you know deal with such type of situation on this volume true but uh, there are many myths which has been broken by the you know by the this uh, covid where uh, you know our people who have started working from home from the remote places they were enjoying the connectivity optical fiber penetration internet penetration smartphone penetration right all those co- things come so handy that our people were so comfortably working from working from home right whatever the policy changes were required we have done it in no time so that we can facilitate our industry to work from home we 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 provided them all the incentives which they wanted we provided them all the clearances from the government of india for which by, by which we could have facilitated them to you know operate and luckily Uh, we have uh, in, you know in, uh, shown tremendous growth even in covid time our 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 growth in it industry have, not, have not, never shown any dip wow. into this in fact the digitization uh, you know have gone five times the digital uh, adoption rate has gone five times in our country in the time of the uh, you know uh, covid so we it industry have definitely leapfrogged in terms of uh, providing more solutions the only thing was this that you can you will always we, we all we will always remember the pre covid era and post covid era right this, yeah. this this because whatever the thoughts we were having in pre covid era 
probably sometimes they become very redundant in post-COVID era. So thought process of the entire industry, every human being, every professional have entirely changed. Probably they are thinking now that the, the problem statements have changed. They are, they, are, they are thinking of providing different type of solutions to their customers. So all those things have, uh, you know, put us on a different platform and a more exciting platform. And though I, I will not say it is very challenging, it is very exciting for the IT industry to provide such type of solutions. But we are very lucky that in India, the IT, and IT industry has shown their resilience. They have, they have actually grown and uh, there is no major, you know, loss, uh, uh, employment loss to anybody. And uh, we are able to, you know, handhold everybody. We are able to handhold each other. And the government is able to, STPI is specifically able to provide them all the supports. Amazing. Now, coming back to You Imagine and um, what is going to happen in You Imagine, I just wanted to uh, get an understanding because STPI is co-hosting it. Um, what are we expecting as a result of You Imagine to happen? What What is STPI uh, looking at achieving through You Imagine so that uh, once this summit happens, the ripple effects or the impact that it is going to cause, what would you say those are to you? STPI is looking for, uh, you know, uh, after post Eurovision uh, time, we would uh, during the Eurovision time, we are we are looking for synergies, definitely synergies with the industry, uh, to whom we would like to facilitate by not only uh, helping them through the present policies, mm. but if required, new policies can also be created. Right. We would like to take their feedback that how you would like uh, us to help you out in next ten years. Right. What are the challenges ahead and how we both together can handle it. So probably this is the best time when we all sit together, all the stakeholders will be under one roof and we will be getting wonderful feedback from them only. And so that we can, and this, this will definitely help STPI in reshaping their policy decisions in time to come. Got it. So a little more from a personal perspective, um, you've seen the technological change in the last 35, 40 years across your career span. In the next five to 10 years, what do you see changing drastically that you can uh, see already happening? Well, as far as the technology is concerned, huh. that is being, uh, you know, the, 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 we are in different world right now. There's so many emerging technologies coming in and uh, they have changed the entire perspective of uh, how a person can think about it and how the person will act about it. Right. So uh, probably that will be a, a 10 years from hence will be a different word. And uh, we are talking about AI. We are talking about the autonomous vehicle. We are talking about the smart uh, cities. We are talking about the, you know, the green energy. Right. So all those things will be a reality in coming 10 years. Uh, at least we can strive for achieving whatever the international requirement is there as far as the green energy is concerned. And uh, I'm very much hopeful that uh, this startup uh, movement which has started in our country where uh, we are able to cross, we are able to create unicorns in no time. 100 plus unicorns already. 100 plus unicorns have already been generated. And uh, I can uh, quote uh, one of the economic advisor, I'm forgetting his name, uh, he he has left now job. He's a professor in the U.S. He said, India is having number of the unicorns with the speed as we are having 
you know, grandmasters in India. <laughs> you know, so that is the speed with which we are getting a unicorns uh, in India now, and that is a wonderful, you know, scene when we will have, uh, if we are having a dream of uh, becoming a product nation, that will happen in the next ten years. Right. If we are having a dream of having our own products, that will happen in ten years, and if uh, we feel that uh, we will have many platform, many world platform like, uh, you know, and many world platform or products like Google or Amazon, which has been created uh, worldwide, some of them will be created in India now because we not only we have the capability of creating these products, but we are having a large user base also in our country. So probably uh, we are on the right path and this is startup disruption which is happening in this country will change the shape of this country in the next 10 years. Wow, that's an amazing vision to look forward to. We've been asking all our guests this uh, very personal question. You as an individual, when you hit You Imagine on 23rd to 25th of March, what would you be looking for as a person, as Dr. Sanjay Tyagi? Not as director, not as that, but as an individual person. As an individual, I will have, uh, I'm going to see, uh, looking for some intellectual discourse, okay. which will happen over there. I would like to listen more. I would like to learn more from them, which will make me, which will make me again an enabler for them. Right. And that will be a wonderful opportunity for me to be there at Imagine. Amazing. Dr. Tyagi, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Your insights, your vision for the future, um, what your journey that has taken place across uh, the decades, um, an inspiration truly. I want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to meet us and uh, be here with us. Thank you very much for inviting me for this podcast. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you so much. That brings us to the end of this episode of the You Imagine podcast. We want to take this time to thank our guest, Dr. Sanjay Tyagi, CEO of FinBlue and Director of STPI, for taking time to come on the show, Benjamin Matthew for hosting the show, and the You Imagine team for their support. A special mention to Arun Joseph, Subhash and Charles for their post-production work on this episode. Make sure you join us on the next episode of the You Imagine podcast.